Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, so we have an update on the ghost ball. It keeps randomly going off. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that the battery is probably dying because it was from the dollar, like the cheapy section at Target. So I do think it's probably that the battery's dying. But nonetheless, how do you know? Peyton, because um, I saw it there. Oh. Yeah. After Abby gave it to you, because her cousin gave it to her. And look at there's a this on it too. Mm. Yeah, I can tell. Anyways, Peyton's got a ghost, or the battery's dying, we don't really know. But it's perfect time for Halloween. <laughs> it, it, is, it is another, remember how we said, morbid in the morning? You guys don't know what that is. Or maybe you do know, maybe you guys have some super cool moms that let you listen to morbid. I let Peyton listen to morbid. I don't let her listen to the highly inappropriate stuff. Parents, you know what I mean. But we do listen to, like, listener tales, and we'll listen to something, and if something inappropriate, I'll go, hey, and then we turn it. <laughs> but today's a little different, because we have to get up really early today, because Peyton has a what today? What are you doing at school? I am going to the fish hatchery. Yep, she has a field trip, so it is 5.46, I'm drinking coffee, and we're going to get a chapter maybe two in before, uh, before Peyton goes to school. I almost said before Kayla goes to school. Can you tell I made my coffee? Yay, yay, yay. Mm-hmm. Why are you thinking of Kayla over there? Maybe, yeah, maybe exactly. Maybe because the spooky ghost ball. Okay, ready, guys? If you're reading this, it's too mm-hmm. late. <laughs> the Secret Series by Pseudonymous Bosch Book 2. Oh, that's adorable. And you guys, we only have 10 chapters left, so this is pretty cool. Okay, chapter 10, a heavy load. Remember, they have to sneak back the... um. The homunculus. Oh, you don't oh, remember. Yes, just, okay, just, you do. Okay, okay. You did fall asleep, but we'll, we'll, we will re-listen to it today. Okay. Ready? Okay. I'm a cheerleader. Ready? Okay. Walking down a mountain, I'm sure you'll agree, is the most, is always more fun than hiking up. For Max Ernest, however, the descent was, from Whisper Lake, was more difficult than the ascent to Whisper Lake, because now his backpack was full. Thankfully, Max Ernest had pointed out earlier that the backpack had wheels. Wait a minute, did we miss something? Hold on. I gotta just refresh my mem. Okay, well, okay, no, I didn't miss anything. Okay, so they're probably gonna do a little back and forth jumping and tell what happened. Okay. Um, wheels so he could drag it, but the problem was whenever the descent became very steep, the weight of the backpack would push it forward down the mountain. Twice he'd fallen on his face. Although he'd suffered nothing worse than a scrape and a bruise, the third time he fell, he lo- it looked especially painful. Ouch! Ah! A noise came from his backpack. <laughs> Are you okay? asked Grandpa Larry, as Max Ernest picked himself up off the ground. That sounded pretty bad. Yeah, I'm all right, said Max Ernest. But simultaneously, he also seemed to cry out. Ah! <laughs> from his backpack. 
Let me give you a hint. They have to hide the, the little homunculus. They can't just tell Grandpa oh, Larry and Wayne. I didn't know it was in there. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to know yet. You sure it sounded like you're a hundred years old all of a sudden. He just got a little cough or something, said Cass, coming between them. <laughs> Max Ernest forced a smile. As the moaning continued, Yeah, that's it. I'm really, I'm fine. <laughs> Grandpa Larry eyed Max Ernest suspiciously. All right, but if you're in any pain at all, we have first aid kit, and I don't want to get in trouble with your parents when we get home. I always catch enough from Cass's mom. Right, Cass? Right, said Cass. Seratipishly, seratitiously, she gave a little kick to the backpack, and the moaning stopped. What's in there? asked Grandpa Wayne, catching up with them. It looks kind of heavy. Oh, just some trash, Yo-Yoji interrupted from a few feet ahead. You know what they say, take take only pictures, leave only footprints. At the trash comment, a growl protest, protest issued from the backpack, and the kids stifled laughs. Grandpa Larry smiled, unhearing. Ah, such good citizens of nature. We should just be glad Max Ernest is tough enough to bring an extra backpack, said Yo-Yoji. Definitely came in handy. Oh, that's true. Remember, he was like, I don't know which one to bring my mom or my dad's. We should, um, he flashed an apologetic grin at Max Ernest before continuing to lead down the trail. I'm hungry. After hiking, after hiking, riding in the back of Wayne's truck felt comparatively luxurious. They lay back against their backpacks, feet up, out of view of the highway patrol. But they had another issue to contend with. I'm hungry. The homunculus in case you never encountered one, is irritable and combated, if not downright dangerous. Dangerous. Even maybe, especially when he's stuck in a backpack. The kids wouldn't let him out. They were afraid the grandfathers would be able to see him through the rear window of the truck cab, but they opened the backpack far enough so he could eat. In the first few minutes of the drive, the homunculus called Mr. Cabbage Face, but now known privately to the kids as Mr. Stuff Your Face, ripped through a bag of beef jerky, the remains of Cass's trail mix, and an old apple that had been sitting in the bottom of Yo-Yoji's backpack from his last trip. When he kept complaining that he was hungry, Max Ernest offered him a pack of gum. The homunculus swallowed every piece in rapid succession. <laughs> you know what they say about that gum sticks to your ribs forever, said Max. Yeah, well, they say a lot of things, don't they? And not many, many people apply them to somebody who's 500 years old and made in a bottle. Now what else do you got to eat? Nothing, Cass said, who was growing tired of his constant harping. Nothing. Oh yeah? You got ten fingers and ten toes, don't you? Not to mention those ears. A little chewy on top, maybe, but those lobes look tender. Everyone assumed he was joking, but they all balled their fingers and curled their toes just in case. And Cass lowered her hat protectively. Yeah, you hide those little toesies, the homunculus harumphed. If I see that stop, see if that stops me from chewing through your boots. Where do you put it all? The kids asked each other at once. And where does it go? To answer that last question, to, that the last question became clear soon enough. The homunculus would ask, would ask, 
The homunculus asked for rest stops almost as often as he asked for food. In order to explain the constant need for bathroom breaks, Cass told her grandfather that Max Ernest had stomach problems. If Larry and Wayne thought that it was strange that Max Ernest always took his backpack to the bathroom, they didn't say anything. After all, they'd seen how afraid he was of, of porta potties. It's kind of like having to take care of Sebastian, whispered to Max Ernest when he when the truck pulled back onto the highway after a peculiarly long break. Who is that? Said Who's that? said Yo Yoji. Her grandfather's dog, said Max Ernest. The homunculus stuck his head out of the backpack. Ooh yeah, what kind of dog? I love dog. He's a basset hound. Huh, not bad. Short legs. You cook him like hot wings. He's old and he wears diapers and I'm sure he tastes really bad, said Cass, so don't get any ideas. Great. Not only don't you have any more food, I'm not even allowed to think about eating. You're a laugh and a half. Cursing, the homunculus stuck his head back inside the backpack. Cass geared herself up for one one other item of business that they had to take that had to take place before they got home. So, Yo Yoji, I hope you don't mind if I really think it's a if but I don't really think it's a good idea for you to come to the magic museum. What? Now that now that we're back mm-hmm. What? Now that we're back like I don't get to go with you guys? Yoji Yo, Yoji, kick the side of the truck in frustration. Well, we might get in trouble. Don't worry, I'm great with grown-ups. Besides, you have to tell them about me. I know the secret. Cass looked at Max Ernest. He shrugged. Yo, Yoji had a point. Behind him, purple mountains receded into the haze. Ooh. Want to do one more? It's still not six yet. Okay. All right, we're going to do one more, guys. <laughs>